You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. 23 minutes past nine on SAFM. The family and friends of the late Archbishop Desmond Emeritus, uh, Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu, continue uh, to pay tribute to the human rights activist who passed away on uh, Sunday. Meanwhile, the public is also continuing to pay their respects as he lies in state at the St. George's Cathedral in Cape Town today. His funeral service, uh, which will be carried live here on SAFM, starts at uh, 10 a.m. Uh, tomorrow morning. One of his longtime family friends. Uh, Professor Make Masangu joins us now to reflect on uh, the relationship. Prof, good morning. When was the last time you spoke to the Arch and what were you talking about? Oh, our journey goes um, in the time when we were in Atlanta and our daughter was at the law primary school and she kept saying, Seppo kept saying to the teacher, your uncle Desmond will come and visit. And this teacher kept saying, oh, this little girl is dreaming. And so, Arch, as he is, visited, as he was going to speak at Columbia in the year I was graduating, he visited Sappho, and uh, the teacher was shocked. He just looked at him and said, oh, my God. And the Arch said, oh, I'm not God. I'm just a representative of God. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then he laughed with that giggle of yes. his laughter. Yeah. Then he said to Tsepo, I'm yours for 20 minutes. And uh, Tsepo took him around, showing him. That's the kind of a person who values children and instill a dignity of grace and mercy in the children because they were the future. Wow. That's, That's a- one of the that's a beautiful story. Um, you know, who was he as as a family man? We know the Arch, the human rights activist, the Arch, uh, yeah. you know, the man of faith, uh, the mm-hmm. Arch, uh, the, the, the inspiring man. Uh, but yeah. who was he as, a, as, as, you know, husband to Leah and daddy uh, to Trevor and, uh, you know, the, the, the other three siblings? Yes, one of the disadvantages when you... Uh, a clergy person is that you you move around far more than you have time with the family. Mm. But he provided time for family, and when you have a powerful woman like Leah, you then balance your ministry. Unfortunately, in these days, the ministry is not by focal in terms of mum and dad in particular. Mm. So the one will say, "It's your ministry. You're called. I'm not called." And that depleted the family in particular. Ministry is, as a father and as a person, he had time for the family. Now, let me tell you one of the second story. He valued the sacred of marriage so greatly. While we were in Atlanta, Tepo just said to him, she was a little kid, you know, Mm -hmm. and just said, Uncle Desmond, do you... One day you're going to marry me. He says, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Mom Leah says, be careful. Be careful that um, you don't promise things that you would not carry. Mm. And at a time when Tep was getting married 12 years ago in February in, in Alexandra, called and said, Uncle, I'm ready. Mm. And Mom Leah was very, very sick at that time. Then he said, Uncle Desmond, you have to go. You promised her when she was a little kid, and when I was when she was five years old, 
Mm. You promise him, whether you go or don't go, if the Lord calls me, it'll be a call. And so he came to the wedding. And he stood up there and said, Sepo, I'm so glad that you bullied me all your life. I'm going to have a privilege of bullying you for two hours. And the good thing is you won't answer because God is watching you. Wow. Oh. So those are the, the, the tremendous. And he said to us, please do not tell members of the church that I am coming to Maryville because they will come for me and not for Sepo. So it is a surprise. He honored the dignity of a space of a person in whatever he had promised. So I'm not surprised that the world, and indeed South Africa, has honored him while he was still alive because one of the deficit of our African culture is to wait for a person to be in a coffin and then begin to pour tribute. Yeah. I'm glad we've had that privilege. Do you think, though, he f- that he felt our love? Uh, you know, uh, do, do you think, you know, I mean, I, I saw a, a, a piece uh, on television uh, with him, <laughs> and he says, my weakness is that I love to be loved, right? Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. he said that. Do you think he felt our love? He knew the degree to which we loved him. Yes, I think one of the greatest consolation is the circle of the church and the people and theologians mm. who knew that that part affirmed him. Wow! But he lived he lived a life which I could say split personality, mm-hmm. because there were those who hated him wow. because he spoke the truth. Yes, that's part of the split, and there were those he prophetically spoke on behalf which poured love. So it was a message sent by hatred and love. And at the end, with the truth and reconciliation, you begin to see how love conquered the hatred that was there. In fact... he He knew those two, two worlds. Speaking of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, I saw an interview um, um, of his sons um, on, yeah, on, yeah. On, on television who spoke about how um, in his entire life of knowing his father, he yeah. had never seen him depressed, as depressed as he, and, and he became depressed uh, during yeah. the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. And in fact, his, his son goes on to say, went on to say that Actually, even the very cancer presented itself after, uh, just after the end of the TRC, because he's had cancer for a long time, right? Yeah. Even the cancer yeah. presented itself after um, the TRC, and it was harder for him uh, being there than most people perceive and or understood. Yeah, I think uh, one of the, uh, the, the, the advantage of ministry is to have a privilege of entering the space of other people. Mm. And when you are in that space that is sacred, the the three things that you need to one is to listen carefully as the people pour their burdens on you. Yes. Secondly, is to be able to allow the space that there is no judgment upon the person because the person is being judged mm-hmm. from. Thirdly, is the privilege of confidentiality. Yes, yes. Holding the confidence of that people. Fourthly, lifting all the troubled souls to the Lord, which is what he did. Mm -hmm. He was a person of prayer so deeply 
that you would begin to see the grace flowing out of him. Now, you asked me a question about the depression. Mm. One of the things is that in therapy, I remember him saying when I was going to U.S., he said, please don't study New Testament, Old Testament. We know enough of that. Mm. You need to move into psychotherapy because in those days, in 81, 82, there were few blacks who were psychotherapists. Mm. You just learn that so that you can be able to have people offload. Now, mm. the bigger thing is that we, of the generation, when the world was troubling us, we had him to listen to us. Yes. It's important for those who are listening right now that they should have a spiritual father or mother, someone that you would just pour your burden in so that they, somebody listens to you. And mm. I think we, our expectations of him are so high that he had no other person except Dalai Lama and other few that he could pour the burden on them. Have someone, even you, listening to me and talking to me. You need to have a spiritual father where you could just go and pour down and be angry at that person, misplace your anger, mm. but the person receives that it heals you. Yeah. Speaking of faith, you know, in watching everything I've watched this week, right? Because mm. in this week alone, we also learned new things about doo-doo yeah. that uh, right. we, we previously may have not known. But one of the things that sort of stood out to me was when somebody said, um, you know, where doo-doo was concerned, it was always faith first. And yes. everything else afterwards uh, flowed from that faith. It started yes. for him with faith. Even the human rights activism, they're standing yeah. up for the rights of uh, the LGBTQI plus people. Right. Uh, yeah. I could go on and on about the list of uh, hu uh, human rights um, uh, atrocities he stood for and fought for. They said the right. basis for everything for him was the faith. Were they correct? Yes, I think one of the basis of this theology is that when you look at a human being, he began seeing the image and likeness of God in the person. Hmm. Irrespective of whether you're L LGBT, he, he did not care for that. Whether you receive or so on, there was still the image of God in you. The theological interpretation was that you are the one who tarnished the image, but not God. Wow, wow. You are the one who tarnishes the image, not God. Right. Not God. God will not. You are the one who runs away from God. God runs to you. I remember one of the sermons he preached when we were in Korea. The running God, the running God, looking at the prodigal son. And he says, look at this God running to a sinner, receiving that person go home. So his theology was that the image of God is extremely important. And therefore, for South Africans, in particular men, they need to look at the image of God in women hmm. and know that God will not take the image away from them. And therefore, in, in one of the parts that we were talking about, there was a little girl called Bonolo, very young we were talking about the image of God in the women and why men are destroying uh, uh, women. Mm. And this young girl said, you know, why do men destroy the womb 
that has brought life to them. Mm. Why do men and destroy so, the womb that has brought life to them? Exactly. Yeah. So if we take that image as an approach to a theology, we'll then fear God in every human being. I, I have uh, Kim Yambok, a friend of mine in, in North Korea, mm. who all the time, will, when he greets me, he will say, the God in me greets the God in you. The God in me salutes the God in you. Absolutely. But he's an Hindu person. Remember, I was raised conservative. Yes. Uh, Hindus, Islam's way, going to hell. But when Tutu came and showed the image of God, I began realizing that I had no seat to judge other people, but to, to enhance the image of God in every person. I'm enjoying this conversation way too much and I'm forgetting <laughs> I'm, I'm forgetting that I have other things that I have to do on the show. Oh uh, the thing about death is, um, you know, we, we all uh, make assumptions uh, yeah. about, about what the experience of death is like and, 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 and what happens at the moment of death and, and, right. and, and, and what happens afterwards. If yeah. hypothetically speaking, as uh, my last question to you, Prof, mm-hmm. if hypothetically speaking, we knew right as a fact that when we talk to people we loved who are now passed on who are are dead they can definitely and definitively hear it hear us if if hypothetically um uh, uh, that was true and and some people believe it is if i were to say to you speak to the pro to the arch knowing he's gone now and say Mm -hmm. whatever you may want to say to him as a farewell to your friend what would you say to him two things that i did this week every morning i was sending morning devotions to my students. I've got over 40 masters and about 50 PhDs that have graduated. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I was sending them messages of devotion. I started talking about this, uh, the clip that of a newspaper that said, I'm not God, but the bishop, which was in Atlanta Journal. Mm-hmm. And I sent them and I said, please focus on loving the children who are orphans, who are children who do not have fathers in this time. The second, I sent the educational when he said to me, take uh, psychotherapy so that you could heal people. And so I was releasing him daily. Yesterday, I sent the clip with a picture where he he was marrying uh, our daughter. Mm. Uh, I nearly said mine, but it is ours. Mm, That's beautiful, yeah. So I sent that, and today I just sent him a clip and said, my tribute in releasing him is to this interview, to thank God. All I could say is, if I had enough time, I would still soak the love that you had for yourself, for Mama Lea, and for others. If I had the I time, I would a- soak the love that you had for yourself, for Mama Lea, and for others. Yes. But secondly, is to say, thank God. You were a sinner who became a saint and draw us nearer to God. You, you are were a powerful. sinner who became a saint and draw us nearer to God. A sinner Thirdly, who became a saint and draws nearer to God. Yes, through his prayers and all. And lastly is to say, we cannot emulate Uncle Desmond. 
but will do the bit that God has given Maki to be Maki who emulates part of the spirit that the guru left us with. Yeah, and he was a guru, right? He was a guru. He was a guru that we we were not aware that we were working with the same in Mm. all that we were doing until when death comes and now we look back to say what has we done. I thank God as African people, chocolate brown, we normally detain people when they are dead. We talk about how good they were and they don't hear how good they were. Mm. We have done that before God called him into glory. And so to Uncle Desmond, may he rest in peace. May he join the same and be in an eternal light of God with all others that have been. Lastly, is to say, Uncle Desmond spoke about one time when we were at SECC. He said, um, Tutu came into heaven and said, Peter told him, no, 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 you don't belong here. You belong to the other side. Wow. And then he went there and he was causing havoc until the devil came to uh, say, uh, Peter and said, no, Tutu is causing hell there. I've come for asylum. May God bless us as uh, South Africans. May we richly continue with the image that he has given us to the men in South Africa. May we see the image of God in the womb that has brought life to us. You are powerful, Professor, and thank Thank you you for lifting all of us, really, uh, this morning with your words and uh, your reflections and condolences to you, condolences to us, um, condolences to the world. But thank you so much for your reflections. We really appreciate them. Thank you for the space that you have given me, and thank you for the God who has given me the students. I hope they will emulate the image of God in us. May you stay blessed and may 2022 be the blessing for you. And if you are not yet, may God provide. Oh, I'm going to end up crying on the radio. Thank you so much, (laughs) Prof. Thank you. I appreciate it. And happy 2022 to you too. I receive and thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was heavy for me. Um, yeah, Professor uh, um, Make Masangu, uh, a, a family friend uh, who reflects beautifully on, uh, you know, life moments shared with, uh, with, I should not be crying on the radio. Um, so maybe uh, the only way I can stop myself from crying on the radio is if I remember uh, Tutu humor, right? Because Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu um, that was a man of serious words and a man of humor. We'll deal with the issue of his humor uh, and allow me to compose myself as well uh, when we come back. It's 942.